Hello and welcome to season three of This Is The Day Ministries podcast series. I am your host and pastor, Dr. Courtney Alexander-Harris, and we are super excited about what is coming and in store for this season. As you know, we have moved um, to a specific format of 25 um episodes per season and there is so much that I want to cover and discuss with you that um, I'm not sure how fast it's going to go past because there's there's so much that we need to be informed of and aware of and able to respond to um, based upon how we live our lives based upon our convictions of believing that the word of God is the complete authority for how we are to live our lives. There is no doubt about it. We are to live our lives based upon the word of the Lord. Don't let anyone tell you that you don't need the word of God in your life for this particular situation or that. Saying that you don't need the word in your life is basically saying you don't love God or you don't serve God or you don't know who God is. Because if you knew who God is, who he was and who he's told you that he is from Genesis to Revelation, you wouldn't be able to fix your mouth to allow the words to come out to say that, well, I don't need God in this situation. That is, that is not something that should ever come out of your mouth as a believer because you understand, just look at the big picture. You understand that what are you without God? If God created you, then he's the beginning of everything that you could ever need because he's your creator. So how could you fix your mouth to allow the words of I don't need God to run off of your lips? It shouldn't happen as a believer. And if you are a true believer, I believe that if you are a true believer to your core, meaning that you have, first of all, you accepted Christ as a personal savior, that you believe that he died on the cross, you repented of your sins, you believe that, wow, from, again, from Genesis to Revelations, because the word of God is packed. It is so packed with the character and the nature of God. It's, it's, it's really un. I can't even think of a way of how to live life without God, without having um, knowing what God has already said and what he's established. It's, it's hard to just say I'm going to live life. It really is. So we're going to get into season three. And uh, just as as usual, I have so much information to share. I'm going to start with some announcements. And it's it's been a while. It's been some time since our uh, we've closed uh the last season out season two and we've had a lot of things going on with the ministry um, located at 3400 Michigan Street in New Chicago Indiana if you are local if you are within the vicinity I say of a hundred miles come get blessed come get encouraged the 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 come get equipped to fight the enemy with the word of a God with the word of God right because you have we understand can't can't tell you enough you're not fighting people Ephesians 6 and 12 tells us, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. I'm telling you, you're not fighting your neighbor. You're not fighting your boss. You're not fighting your wife. You're not fighting your children. You're not fighting people out in, in the street, wherever you encounter them, which is everywhere. It's a spiritual battle that we're fighting for. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Ephesians 6 and 12. 
you have to you have to appreciate the word of God because it equips you to fight the life that you are living in effectively. So you're not just, as they would say, shadow boxing. You shadow boxing, you, you, you're punching at something that is not there. And our enemy is a very real, a real in excuse me, a very real enemy that you, if you aren't prepared to fight. He's going to knock you upside your head and you're going to wonder why your life is the way it's going, why it seems like you're always defeated, depressed, um, going through just at the bottom, never seeming to get ahead. That is the mindset you will have as you approach life if you if you are not on the Lord's side. Because there are only two sides. There's the Lord's side, there's the enemy's side, there's Satan's devil's side, Lucifer's side. Which side are you on? There, there's really, when we get down to it, when we peel all of the layers back of life, we get to, are we serving the Lord or are we serving the enemy? That's just, that's the, 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 the bottom line. It doesn't matter what the situation is, difficulty in your marriage, difficulty in your job, can't get ahead, can't get promoted. You have to understand that either you're on the, on the Lord's side or you're on the enemy's side. Why didn't you get the promotion? Didn't have enough skill, got passed over. Uh, you say it's a racial thing. You say it's a, a, a gender thing. Um, but, but, but let's look at us and how we are responding. Because again, you're on the Lord's side, you're looking at what the Lord needs you to see in this situation. And you're gonna understand that, that, that if God is on your side, then you already have the victory. But if you're coming from the position of being uh, uh, not led by the Lord, then you're being led by the enemy. There's only two ways. You know, we sometimes we want to make it extra difficult, but there are two ways you're being led by the enemy. If you're not trusting in God, if you're not serving God with your all, if you're not believing and trusting on his word, then if you're doubting God, you're doubting that he exists, you're, you're doubting that the, the Bible has any off, um, uh, authority, then that sounds like someone that doesn't really believe God is who he says he is. He's the creator of the heavens and the earth. Genesis 1 declares the, 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 the power that God has by simply speaking. I, forgive me for saying simply because I haven't created a heaven or an earth. I haven't separated the water from the firmament. I didn't separate the two lights. God is so powerful that he simply said, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, verse one, verse two, and the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep and the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Verse three says, and God said, let there be light and there was light. Verse four, and God saw that the light, that it was good and God divided the light from the darkness. So it just goes on to tell you about God who created the heavens and earth and it breaks down just how he did what he did and he spoke it into existence. And then he said that it was good. Hallelujah. There is so much going on in this season. I'm simply going to encourage you with the word of the Lord and to declare that you will have victory in your life. But, and guess what? You can have victory in your life if you accept and take to heart what God has already established and declared for your life. What he said is already so. 
The enemy can't do it. What the enemy can do is trick you into thinking that you don't have the victory. It's to trick you into thinking that, oh, the Bible is outdated. To, 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 to make you think that the Bible is just some old dusty book that you, you pull out every now and then. There is power. There is power there. There is power there. Sometimes we just want to, we, 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 we just feel like, oh, I can watch a good, happy sermon on YouTube or, or, or some streaming app or what have you, and then I'm good to go. But let me tell you, most of the, the sermons that you're hearing are not back with any source of deep theology that really gets to the, the heart of what God is intending for you to get out of his word. It's so superficial that you just feel good. You walk away, but nothing, your mindset around none of the issues that you went into it have changed. See, when you come in face, come in, come in contact with the word, it's going to challenge you to either, you know what, accept what God has said, or you're going to accept what your situation is trying to show you, which is defeat and despair and darkness. Man, the word of the Lord is powerful. So season three is going to be power packed in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So again, welcome back. This is season three of This Is The Day Ministries podcast series. Again, I'm host, Dr. Courtney Alexander. I'm your pastor here as well. This is The Day Ministries. Again, you are free and welcome to come. There are no restrictions. Come and learn. There, the only restriction is that you want to, that I, I'm asking that you come to learn more about the Lord and develop your relationship with him because you're going to be challenged because I'm not teaching anything but other than what scripture says. You're not getting eisegesis, meaning I'm, I'm giving you my own personal interpretation of the scripture. No, we don't need that. There's enough uh, false ministries out there, preachers, teachers, and whatever title they're carrying that's teaching their own agenda and not what the word of the Lord has already established. So we're not, we're, this is, and that's one thing we don't understand. We're not creating a new word. God has already said what he's going to say in the scripture. Can, can we accept that? If we believe that God is the beginning and the end of everything, why does he need to create something new? If he's established the beginning already, if we came after he created, then he already knows us because he created us. He knows our end. We need to get to know what God has already said and watch us walk in greater authority in our life. Greater victory and freedom in our mind from the foolishness that the world is putting in front of us. Can't, let, let's do that. That's that's the challenge. See, we we in the church, we want to get so so spooky about stuff that's so deep that's not even in scripture. That's what we don't need. We have churches full of people that's teaching nothing. And churches that are teaching the 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 pure gospel have very few people attend. Because why? When you come in contact with the word of the Lord, you have to make a decision. You got to change to conform to what God has established or you got to say, you know what? That's not for me. I'm going to keep doing me. No, sorry. Those are real choices. Absolutely. Those are real choices, but I'm sorry. Um, no, <laughs> we all have to. We all have to get serious about our relationship with the Lord. And when you get when you get serious about your relationship with the Lord, it's going to cause you to do something different. You know, if you've ever, fellas, if you ever dated a, a girl and you know you had you was just playing, you you thought you were just going to string her along, but she she challenged you to get serious or move on. You had a decision to make 
because you knew you couldn't play any games. So it forced you to either hit the road, Jack, or get serious about this young lady, this woman, because you knew she wasn't falling for the tricks, the pimp game. Same thing with our relationship with the Lord. You have to choose. Either you're going to be serious about the Lord, you're going to put the time in to spend time with the Lord, um, get a, a, a deeper relationship with him, more intimate, no, meaning knowing more about God, knowing what God likes, what he don't like, because it's in Scripture. We don't have to guess and think about what, oh, well, I wonder if God don't like, the, like me doing this. It's in his word. It's in his word. 2 Timothy 2.15 says, Study to show thyself approved unto man. No, it don't say unto man. Study to show thyself approved. Get your Bibles out. Here we go. Unto who? God. A workman that needed not, not to be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. Hallelujah. See, we have to understand also that part of our Bible study, this is some things that you want to, you may not, you may not want to hear, but part of our Bible study is also d d digging deeper into what God intended, the, 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 the words that he inspired those men to write, the, the, the men of God to write in scripture to, you know, they penned it, which they left it for us, penned mean write, wrote, wrote it down. We have to desire to understand what God intended by what was written. That's, that's important. That's called exegesis. It's a critical explanation or analysis of the text. What did the author mean? What was the intended meaning back then? And then the hermeneutics is the science and art of biblical interpretation to explain what the author meant and how to apply it currently or basically put the here and now. How do we use that, that inspired word of the Lord written back then for the here and now? Exegesis and hermeneutics, that's all we need. We don't need eisegesis. Eisegesis is the interpretation of the text using your own natural ideas. It's a personal interpretation. That's your personal interpretation. But we, guess what? We don't need your interpretation. We need what the interpretation of what God has already said. Share that. And that comes by studying. See, we have people that, that take, they take, the scripture and they use it for their own gain, meaning they have they, they want to manipulate people with the word by making it sound a certain way so that people will buy more into their ministry. Or we have the people that are using it for their own personal gain in regards to a mission that they're trying to accomplish for fame, notoriety, followership, etc. Even though how they're using the scripture is in error. But this is why so many people can follow error. It's because they're not studying. If you're studying, you're going to come at some point, if you have a heart, and I mean you're really studying because you want to know more about God, your father, you want a deeper relationship. If you're truly doing that level, that type of study, then at some point, 
going from a babe and maturing, you're going to bump up against something that is contrary. If you're in a ministry that's teaching eisegetically, then you're going to confront some of that. And, you, and at that point, you're going to have a choice to make. Either you can confront it and ask for clarity, which everybody is entitled to do. If you are, because let's, let's, let's forget all the titles. I've earned a doctorate, absolutely. I pastor a church, absolutely. But I'm just a brother Christ, just like everyone, I am repeating what God has already said. So I, if, if I ever say that you can't talk to me about the word, then there's, that's a level of arrogance that we should never have because we, it's not our word to argue over. We can discuss it absolutely because the end goal is that we would all understand what the word of the Lord said and how we apply it to our, our day and time now. Absolutely. Because we can but if you have a, a pastor who is, is telling you you can't discuss the word with them because they just know so much, then I want to tell you to leave that ministry. You're coming, if you're coming to someone with a valid concern about something, number one, that they're teaching or something that they said, they should be able to expound on it and they should be able to do it. They should do it happily because they're, if they're a leader, leaders don't want their followers to, to fall, to fail. Not not true leaders, absolutely not. And if your leader is like that, trying to hide the truth and only they can know what's in the scriptures, oh my goodness, you might want to run from that ASAP. All right. So to God be the glory again. Welcome to season three. We're gonna we're gonna start out heavy and just get to it. Um, this is the day ministries again. Welcome back. We have just some announcements that I do want to share. Uh, for those who may be local, um, we just had a, a wonderful time uh, for a 4th of July service. We had it outside on the lawn. It was great. And then we had our first uh, concert on the lawn uh, about a week or so ago. Again, it was a 7 p.m. concert, um, an evening concert. Praise God for a time just worshiping the Lord through song. And our upcoming events include a September 2nd back-to-school Friday night worship service where I really want to... Um, uh, a minister to the high schoolers, our high schoolers and our middle schoolers and parents, of course, be there because our children are under attack. Our children's minds are under attack because they are so because children are so impressionable. That's why foolishness is bound in the heart of the child. It's like you, 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 you just going to do what's silly. You don't know which way, which way to go, which right, which decisions to make because you're a child. Right. You, you don't have the same level of, 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 of uh, accountability that an adult has, because why an adult is supposed to be more mature, more mature and able to make sound decisions. So uh, the, the world with all of the, the foolishness, with all of the homosexuality, with with all of the the make your own mind up, do you and all these types of things. And it's just it, it's really drawing them to make make um forming them them into to adults that are just overly emotional and and unable to hear sound truth sound doctrine so definitely want to address that want to address all the other type of foolishness with the the vaping and the the sexual um uh immorality with the drinking smoking lying deceit um laziness all of those things we want to be able to address um, to our young people because why when I mean, we love people we we don't want to see them going down a path that leads to destruction 
So that's going to be at 7 p.m. on September 2nd. October 31st, we're going to have a game night. Let's laugh, play, and eat with family and friends. This is a night of games and food and godly fellowship. Amen. To God be the glory. And then um, just, just looking ahead, our, our final two events for the end of the year, Thanksgiving, we're going to have a Thanksgiving morning service and a, a, a September, excuse me, a December 2nd um, con holiday concert. Just another um, opportunity to praise the Lord through song. Hallelujah. All right. So looking ahead again, we have a series coming up in August, which has already started called hashtag facts hashtag or pound facts that's a popular hashtag right now so just using that because people want to have the facts right and i want to give you the facts so that you can go out equipped hallelujah and then um, we're planning for a men's pancake breakfast bible study fellowship at the ministry um, we need to equip the brothers brothers we 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 you are needed strong men you are needed amen if you didn't know it, I'm going to keep telling you, you are needed. We have one more uh, um, episode to do as a, as a closer to our real men becoming extinct. That's part three. We did parts um, one and two in season two, and we're going to um, finish that three-part series up in this third season. Amen. To God be the glory. So we're going to... Um, have uh, the the entire series of hashtag hashtag facts on the podcast series as well. So stay tuned for that. Um, today really was just to encourage you to give you some things to really think about because it's time to get serious. The enemy isn't playing. They're passing all sorts of laws that are just totally ungodly. And you really need to look at um, as it relates to laws and politics. Look, I know some, some of y'all out there are diehard Republicans and diehard Democrats. Look, that foolishness is doesn't matter, okay? If, if, if you want to support a party, okay, that, you have a right to do that. That's totally fine. But what you don't have a right to is support things that are against what God has established. You cannot put democracy, uh, being a Democratic or being a Republican, above the word of the Lord. If you are a, a child of God, you can't. You can't. How do you put politics above religion? That's a question that you need to check yourself on. If, if you know that you've done that, you need to repent right now because God comes first. God has to come first in your life. What, what are we doing if God is not the head of our lives and we're calling ourselves Christians, followers of Christ, those who love the Lord? Lord, forgive us, Lord. I pray right now in the name of Jesus that for those who have been putting things above you that don't matter, I pray right now that they would repent, repent of their sins and, and ask for forgiveness and put you back in the right place in their lives, which is number one. Number one, to God be the glory. God has to be first. It doesn't matter what your job is, what your, what your career aspirations are, what your neighborhood is, what your tax bracket is. It doesn't matter. God is number one because when you die, none of that stuff is going with you. None of it. So you need to put it in proper perspective. Don't let this world get you caught up on stuff, materialism, money, finances, wealth, People, notoriety, fame, etc. None of that stuff matters. What you do for the Lord, those things that are impacting the kingdom are the things that matter. 
That's what we're going to get in into in this season. Is we're going we're going straight into living for God. Are you living for God in all that you do? That's the question you need to ask yourself. Are you running from God? I have several brothers tell me, you know, been running from the Lord. How are you running from the Lord? The Lord knows where you are. You're not hiding anywhere just like just like Adam. <laughs> he wasn't God is not it's not like God walking around talking about Adam. Where you at? I don't know where you are. Stop hiding. God knows where I am. God knows where you are. The thing is, you're you're choosing to live a life based upon what you want to do and just not ready to surrender your life because that's what we're getting down to. Are you surrendered to the Lord? Are you surrendered to the Lord? That's what I want to leave you with on this introductory season three podcast. Are you surrendered to the Lord? Surrendered. Surrendered. You got to give you up. The definition of surrender is to relinquish possession or control of something. And that something that we're talking about is your life. Brothers, are you surrendered to the Lord? Your, your family needs you to surrender to the Lord. You'll lead them better. You'll father them better. You'll be a better husband if you will surrender to the Lord. I guarantee you. I guarantee you, brothers. We need more men to step up and lead their families from a godly, as a man of God, from a godly vantage point, a godly perspective. Let the word of the Lord filter how you respond to your wife, your children, your neighbors, etc. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. I hope you guys are ready because I'm, I'm, I'm excited and ready to get into this content and just continue to encourage you. As much as the foolishness is that's going on in the world Again, you can rely on This Is The Day Ministries to, to, to distribute sound biblical doctrine to you that's going to help you engage with the world that we live in. You can't crawl up under a rock. You can't, okay? That, that's just not an option. Either you are going to live according to what Scripture says in the light of the wickedness, wickedness that's in the land and respond to it, or you're going you're gonna to say, you know what, I'm not going to get involved in that. You gonna be a sideline Christian because if the game is in, if the game is going on, offense and defense, and you sitting on the bench, you actually not in the game. If you didn't know that, you watching the game, so you are ineffective because you have no impact on defense or offense. Get in the game. Bless the Lord. I've been your host, Dr. Courtney Alexander Harris, for This Is the Day Ministries. Welcome to season three. Welcome to season three.